0: This is episode number 652 of the Inner Fight podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the show, ladies and gentlemen. And no matter where you are in the world, thanks a lot for tuning in. Number 652. Hopefully, you grabbed 650, 651, and the 649 before that. This is 652 with a name that some of you from the Inner Fight community might actually remember. Jules Curtis, she left us almost a year ago to go and pursue some of her dreams. So we're gonna hear from her. But before we do, let's give a big shout out to our show sponsors, Smith Street Paleo. Hop over to smithstreetpaleo.com. Meal plans, recipes, drop them an email, hello at smithstreetpaleo.com. They would absolutely love to hear from you. But for now, sit back, relax, or drive safely if you're driving in your car as we hear from our good friend Jules Curtis. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast and this is a name that a lot of you might have heard, especially if you've been in in a fight. Our friend Jules Curtis, currently in New Zealand. Jules, how are you? Welcome to the show.
1: Oh hi Marcus and thanks for letting me on this podcast I've always wanted to be on it like to have some reason to get on your podcast <laughs> so I'm like oh, super happy that I'm like locked down somewhere and I'm done something and you're like yeah let's talk about this on a podcast I'm like, great I've finally done it <laughs> it certainly yeah. wasn't going to be from my snatch or something was it I mean come
0: well, on I don't know mate happened. there's all sorts of uh, all sorts of different things but George you left us here in Dubai basically a year ago now right
1: yeah, I think it's close. Yeah, I think it's close to that. Yeah, it
0: is, yeah. yeah, it was like <laughs> summertime. So, mate, I don't want to talk. I don't want to screw it up. Tell us what's been going on, why you're sat in New Zealand, why we're recording this. Give us your spiel.
1: So um, I left Dubai, not that I didn't love it. I loved being in Dubai and I loved being in a fight. But um, I got to a point in my career where I was just like, is this it? And I was really, a, I was a corporate girl. I worked in marketing. I worked for a massive company and I kind of looked around and was like, is this it? I'm like, I'm kind of happy, but I'm sort of not this happy, happy that they all talk about, you know, this kind of, you know, I've got a got big, you know, my best self type of thing. And I just thought what, you know, I asked the question kind of what does my best life look like? And I was surprised at the answer. It was literally um go traveling it's time to help people and it's time to improve yourself and i was like oh i thought i was kind of doing this but maybe i wasn't uh, so i just put a plan in place and i was saving loads of money and um i just kind of like uh, quit my job and uh, realized that i wanted to be a coach and so i just did my coaching with um uh Robin Mandis, so like Tony. Yeah, R- so yeah, so I, I wanted to learn from the best. So I did his training course and um, I learned loads about myself uh, through that process. And um, then when I realized that uh, this is what I want to do, I mean, um, and I think, I think it was really a talent that I already had that I didn't realize that I could earn money from because um, I was always kind of this person that would always encourage people and I would always help people. I mean, you know, I'd be at the gym yeah. and like the, the new person would turn up. I'd be so encouraging to them and they'd be great. And, you know, within a month, they're outdoing me because they're lifting high, bigger <laughs> weights and they're doing a pull up. But, you know, who cares? You yeah. know, I was helping them. So, <laughs> yeah. no. so I realized I must have had this natural talent. So, um, yeah, so I did that. And then it was really interesting because when, um, when I left work, everyone was like, are you traveling on your own? you're traveling, you're so brave, you're so brave. You're like traveling on your own. And I'm like, I am like, I kind of don't feel brave. I feel like I've got to get out because I'm like choking a little bit, you know, I need to just get out and do something else. And so as much as people had this idea that it was really brave to do, I think sometimes they don't realize that once you really jump into life, there's kind of a safety net that sort of no one really talks about, but there's a safety net that says, you've done it. Yeah. You jumped. Like now you're just going to adapt. You're just going to adapt as a person. And now your life is living out of a bag. And now your life is coaching people. Um, a traveling coach. I like to call myself because why can't I be a traveling coach? You know, why can't I just do what I want to do and kind of, you know, define the rules of life in a way and say, well, I can't do it my way and it still works. Mm. So it kind of just, yeah, this year sort of became a bit of a life experiment. And I'm mm-hmm. I, I, I really like, I'm one of these that question everything. I'm, I'm the annoying person that goes like, hey, um, if there's a question, I've got my hand up. Right. So this is kind of, and I read loads of books and I'm always trying to like make myself better. Um, I talk a lot clearly, Marcus, because you've not said a word for the last few (laughs) minutes.
0: I'm just listening. I'm making so many notes. I've already got a list of (laughs) questions.
1: (laughs) Oh man, the questions that are going to come my way, I'll be like, ah, why did I say all that stuff? (laughs) But yeah, so I kind of was questioning all the stuff, like, why do I have to do it that way? Can I do it another way? And so really this year is a, is a year of play. It's a year of, um, I know I want to be a coach and I've got, I've got paid clients. So I actually officially am coach because I've got paid clients. But I was like, can I do it easy? Like, can I kind of like, you know, work easy, play easy? Can I not be really stressed about life? Can I kind of just do it a different way and see if I can be super successful and maybe be the female Tony Robbins, you know, the UK version of Tony Robbins. Who knows? <laughs> nice. <laughs> but there there was an element of plainness about this year that I think I'd lost a little bit when I was in the corporate world and and you you are surrounded by people who are constantly like, I'm so busy and busy is like a badge of honour and you're like, I'm so busy, I've got this and I've got this late night call and I've got to do that. And I had you know, you know, I had quite a military kind of day. Like I would yeah. wake up in the morning, I'd do like my yoga, I would go to work. And then I would come to CrossFit and then I would sleep and eat and, you know, everything was this kind of really routine-based a life. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I was controlling like every inch of my life to a point where I think I was missing out on something. And really what I wanted to do this year was just see if I could get, get okay with not having this massive routine and kind of just getting the stuff that I kind of wanted to, to do. But ultimately it's really funny because I've still got myself in a certain routine. So it must be a human nature for us to be regardless of me flowing around. And that was good to know. Like, even though I was going from different place, yeah. there'd be certain morning routines. I would always do like always meditate, like always have a bit of yoga, you know, always have a bit of movement of my body. Like these were like things I just naturally do because I realized they made me feel better. So I was like, okay, well these are things that are, on my list for making me feel better. So, um yeah. So, so basically, then we get to the point that I just got on a flight to New Zealand, one way ticket. <laughs>
0: and then. I didn't realize no it was pl- a one way ticket. Hello. Yeah, like,
1: no, I, because I just kind of want. um Well, this was funny because I got to the airport and they were like, need a flight out of somewhere. And I was like, damn it. I was like, I need what? And so, literally, I'm on my phone booking a flight to Sydney. So, I had so, I had an outward flight um, at the airport. So, I was like, because I was, you know, you read all this stuff about visas and stuff, and they say, yeah. you know, you don't necessarily need an outward ticket. And then sometimes you do. And so it turns out that certain airlines might need you to have an outward ticket. So, I was right. like, okay. So, I was like, okay. So, I bought a, like a $70 ticket to Sydney. It was like, fine. um Not a drama at all. It's like done. But I had no plans really of what my next step would have been. It probably would have been Australia, but, you know, Um, Yeah, and then I just literally got to um, uh, Auckland and the only thing that I had planned, and this is going to make you laugh, uh, was a 10-day silent retreat. That was all I had planned. (laughs) I can see your mind thinking now, Marcus, how did
0: I do a 10-day silent retreat? This is like 20 different shows in one. (laughs) <laughs> like so jules talk to us about your silent retreat and like an hour later you'll still be talking <laughs> it'll be brilliant anyway so you 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 arrive and you do a silent oh man this is wild
1: <laughs> i mean you probably knew what you were getting with me marcus <laughs> oh, i it's always going to be a, a roller coaster though <laughs> with me it's never it's never a straight line
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely not Yeah. So that
1: was the, like, that was the only thing I, I, um, I had booked because again, I really wanted to do stuff that was uncomfortable because I realized that we do get really comfortable in life and I wanted to get uncomfortable because it's what I say with my clients. I'm like, if you're uncomfortable, we are making breakthroughs. Like we are, we are having a good time. Just keep going. It's all fine. And so I wanted to know that I could do this because your, I mean, your listeners already know, I can talk. So for me to be silent for 10 days, it's just like...
0: How was that? Oh, uh,
1: That definitely is another podcast. Um, But it was, it, it was really, really tough. And actually, not the silence. Isn't that funny? Not the silence. Silence wasn't. What because was hard then? The hard thing was actually the stillness in your body of meditating the amount of hours you have to meditate. Because when you're when you've been it's like saying to you, Marcus, I want you to be still for at least two to three hours um for eight hours during the day and you'll be like, What?
0: Yeah. You'd be like,
1: No. Yeah. So your body's in this place where it's just like, I wanna move, I wanna move. And then your mind is trying to do this meditation that they're sort of teaching you to do. Yeah. and the silence is kind of all right because everyone else is silent so you sort of follow the pack you're like oh yeah. and, and actually the only times you want to talk is when you're like um uh saying sorry or something you know like you bash into someone right. That, that, right. yeah so um yeah and and you realize that you realize that your mind you have no control over so like it's kind of you have all these thoughts but your thoughts aren't you so actually It's actually quite nice because you sit there and realise that these thoughts just come in and out all the time, and you're not actually your thoughts, which was really nice. It was a nice clarity because I was like, oh, I keep hearing all this stuff. You're not your thoughts, but when you sit in silence for ten days, you're going to realise you actually are not your thoughts. You're (laughs) trying to tell your thoughts to shut up. You're like, shut up, thoughts! Like I've had enough of you. Just you know. And sleep was great. You were just like, I just need to sleep. I was
0: just happy to go to bed.
1: You're like, but then, but then the thing is, even in your sleep, you sometimes dream because you're you're so you're never in this space in life. You're never in silence. And you're never in stillness. Mm-hmm. So you've just got all this kind of clarity and stuff going on. It's it's it, honestly, it's the one of the weirdest experience I've ever done. But I would say to anyone, if you want to try and figure out what your mind's doing, yeah, do a do a ten day silent retreat. It's, Are you it's, um, it's insane?
0: Is uh, is sleep talking allowed, or is that also not allowed? <laughs>
1: Well, your kind of, depends on if you share a room or not. But apparently, okay. apparently, people do do it. Yeah, but um, I was in like a, a room of my own. So if I was doing it, then no I mean, one. I probably was. In fairness, <laughs> knowing me. Um, but the but the funniest is is you start to then see if you can figure out people who people are. So I was like playing games because I'm such a person who like I like fun, right? So yeah. I'm in there and I'm thinking where how can I make this funny like how can I look around and just be like so I started making characters like she's French Yep, yeah, she's definitely French and she's and, and I'd like make out characters of like who they were and so when I got to talk to them was I right or was I wrong kind of thing and apparently everybody in there got such a shock when I finally spoke because apparently I have a great Poker face. I was like properly focused, you know, probably having my grumpy face on in fairness And when I started talking, I didn't stop, Marcus. Honestly, I had had about twelve hours where my throat was so sore.
0: I I, I cannot. Incredible. It's it's like the elastic band when you pull it back; (laughs) it doesn't go to normal. It goes like way beyond, and. Mate, that's, that's mental, we, we will do another show on that because I think, and I know you spent a lot of time playing with meditation and stuff, and I think that's actually really yeah. interesting. So I'm gonna get you back on in a couple of months and we're gonna talk all about that. But let's keep going on this journey. So you've arrived in New Zealand, you're on this 10 day silent retreat, and then you walk, yeah. and, and, and this is a picture maybe I wanna create, and then you sort of walk out of it and then life must get quite, I, I would say quite real. In a way, Jules, oh. right? you sort of, yeah. shit, now I'm actually here. Now that bit's done because that's all I had booked. And now this is my life. So <laughs> what, what happened then?
1: Yeah, so um, it was kind of... I was trying to go with this sort of what they call they go with the flow. You know, you hear all these terms and it's like, I'm going to go with the flow. And I'm like, all right, come on then. I'm, I'm up for it. Give, I've up nothing to lose and everything yeah. to gain. So I started doing this like go with the flow. And I, I kind of have a cousin in Auckland and um, she had sort of met me and she was just like, oh, you can come to me after the Vipassana. So I was like, wicked, like, I haven't done anything and I've just got somewhere to live. And then I met this woman at the Vipassana who was wanting to travel and do some of the North Island. So again, being that you're a little bit apprehensive when you first start traveling, I was like, Oh, actually I'm going to, I'm going to go with this woman for a bit and just see what it's like to travel with her. And so we kind of booked um, a car and we started traveling around and quite quickly I realized that actually I'd rather be traveling on my own now and that was not because of her but just simply that I had I'd not been courageous and the whole point of this year was to be courageous you know and and so I just took a moment and went well you're not really doing what you said you were going to do and so we sort of said our goodbyes we got down to Wellington and we sort of said our goodbyes and then you know, trying not to plan too much because it's kind of like that was what I was really good at, you know, I was like super planner and, you know, I would have maps out and everything and then like everything booked and you know exactly where I was gonna go and you know, and part of that was so hard to break the pattern. And it's not a bad pattern, but you have to remember if I'm coaching people, they're gonna have these patterns, right? And so I'm like you got to be able to break your own patterns. You know, you, you, you got, if you're going to teach this stuff or help people, yeah. you need to break the patterns that you've got. You know, that kind of, you know, I'd get to a point where I'd be like, I have to organize, I have to plan, I have to, you know, and it'd be, it would kind of take over. Yeah. So then I was like, no, I'm not. All I did was I got a ticket to Wellington on the ferry and I was going to go and get a car when I got to the other side. So I was like, okay. And this is
0: like not me. I would have like had the car. Yeah, <laughs> I you know, would have all the you know, so... and what you're gonna do <laughs> and where you're eating and yeah I know I'm with you <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so I kind of get off and I'm like okay I'm just gonna and so then I started and then and then you know as you do we're in New Zealand and it's like a super tour like touristy place anyway so you're kind of like um you, you're set up to get off the ferry and there'll be um you know there will be cars and things like that so I kind of get off the ferry and I'm sort of going to all these car places and they're like, yeah, and they're getting the prices and everything. And then I, I met someone and they were like, oh, there's a better car place and it's just around the corner. Um, it's not on the main road. Um, Cause they they could see me like going to each of the places and it was a Kiwi guy. And he was like, oh, you know what? There's one right around the corner and it's, they're always cheaper. Cause all the Kiwis would probably go in there. So I was like, oh, cool. And he said, and he was like, oh yeah, you can just walk down there. So I walked down a bit. And I got a really cheap car for a month and it was like it was like a rude boy red car. I mean, honestly, they must have been like, Oh, this London has turned up. Let's just <laughs> give her a let's just give her a rude boy car. Yeah, yeah. Which isn't isn't the best in New Zealand because sometimes there's loads of like there's loads of roads that are kind of not complete sometimes. So there's loads of chips and Right. So I get to the car place and they give me a car and um, it's this low, low, low rude boy car type of thing. And um obviously in New Zealand, that's kind of like, there's a lot of roads that kind of chipped roads. They're not completely finished. And I was kind of maybe a little bit off-roading, not massively, you know, but I wanted to go where I wanted to go sort of thing. So, um, yeah, so I get in the car and, um, the only thing that I would always kind of do was say, how long did I want to drive for the day? And then, um, where did I want to stay, right? So just yeah. looking at Google Maps and being like, okay, I think I'll do like this little route and I'm just going to head um, to somewhere here. So then I would go in and I would either do like hostel place or Airbnb or whatever was good yeah. and whatever was kind of cheap, basically. I'm on a budget here. Gross. And I would stay, yeah. <laughs> so I so that would be it. I'd book it in the morning off. Then I'd try.
0: <laughs> and
1: and the thing about New Zealand is it's so beautiful and it's just so stunningly beautiful, the drives, that you're just in this really nice space. And, you know, sometimes I wouldn't even need to put the music on. I'd just, I'd just be driving and be like, I'm just enjoying the drive. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I'd see somewhere to it'd be like, it's a bay of something or there's a walk here. And I'd be like, oh, off I go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I would just go off. Wow. and start a walk because there'd be a really like two or three K walk and it would go to this beautiful waterfall. And I'd just sit there and be like, this is it. I mean, this is great. This is just like what I want to do. And and that's kind of what I did. And I was trying to really just break patterns of my behavior of being like, I constantly need to plan and do stuff. And it just worked out perfectly because I would either meet people that would give me really good suggestions. Like I'd be sitting at the waterfall and then suddenly someone, I don't know if it's because I was on my own that people felt a bit sorry (laughs) for me. And I'm thinking I'm having the best time of my life. Like I am not arguing with anyone about where we're going. I am not like having to navigate. because I'm terrible at navigating. You know, I can eat what I want. I can drive where I want. And, and, but people would start talking to you and they'd be like, Oh yeah, there's just like another thing just down there. And, You know so as much as i kind of didn't want to miss any of the big hits in new zealand Mm. i was also getting kind of guided by people that i was meeting as well which was just really great so then suddenly i'd be like oh i'm just gonna get in the car and go there and you know and and funnily enough like everywhere i stayed even if it was just you know either an airbnb or 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 a hostel it was like it was like people needed coaching and it was the weirdest freaky thing like i They'd be like, oh, and I wouldn't always tell them I was a coach, but, but suddenly they were like telling me all this stuff about themselves, like quite personal stuff and things you would probably talk about like in a session. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, well, hey, maybe you should try this because, you know, this has always helped me. And I'd always talk about how a certain thing had helped me, whether it yeah. be kind of, you know, reframing something or, you know, just being nice to myself or start to like myself, you know, mm. all these sort of little things and they'd be like yeah yeah that'd be great oh no that sounds really great and I'd be having like two or three hour conversations with people on like their doorstep or you know like or you know they'd come to say hello to me and then suddenly we're talking for an hour you know about stuff and I was like this is a little bit freaky this you know and I'm like is it is it the flow or is it my mindset because my mindset's saying like I've got three things I want to do this year right so am I just putting that out there and then it's coming back in but mm. yeah so yeah just kind of just traveling and being free and it was just really really cool and there's just some great things came out of it you know I got I got like a hire car for three dollars <laughs> for
0: three days this is wild this is I wild know. I know. Hey, can, I, can, can we uh sort of rewind a little bit because yeah. i let you talk for a long time and there's loads of really interesting stuff that I, I really think yeah. can help people and oh, I want to really. actually jump back to sort of what you said at the start which sparked all of this and you said something you said you said to yourself is this it mm. what does that really mean and do you think other people are going through it as well like because we hear that quite often Yeah. Like, what is
1: it? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It is quite good. But I think there was an element where I was just kind of, because I think it often maybe happens where you get to a point in your life where you're quite comfortable. Mm. You see, you know, I had really great friends. You know, I had a good job. You know, I had a car, I had a great flat. So I kind of had what you considered the tick the boxes, right? far a husband, but I'm not sure if that's a good box or bad box yet, Marcus. No, great. Um, I, I definitely get definitely. definitely get a husband. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I had what you would consider, you know, the social boxes of, mm. okay, you know, you're happy, you're safe, you've got a good career, you could stay in your career and grow. But I kind of was like, oh, but then what else? Like, what else do I want to do now? Yeah. And... And it could be that, you know, when I think about it in my coaching why, right, it could be like I hit where I was gonna go, you know, and so I need another challenge. A bit like you with your crazy marathons and things like that. It's like, oh, I'll do one marathon, then I'll do two, oh, then I'll do three, and then I'll do thirty. That's what you do, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> so it could be that that you just I got to a point where I was like, What what more do I want for my life? Mm. And currently I don't feel like I'm getting it. So can I take a year out of my life and go and travel mm. because I traveled in my 20s and I knew I, I loved it so it was like the one thing that I knew was just enjoyable and fun and when you tell people I'm going to take a year off traveling they're like oh my god that's amazing I wish I could do that and that's like all they say yeah. and yeah. so everybody wants to do it but um yeah so I so I think there's an element where you kind of just ask that question and Could I have been happier had I stayed in my job and worked on my mindset? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, You know, so do you see what I mean? It's like, I don't know, because I didn't, I felt like I was doing a lot of mindset work because I was Mm -hmm. doing a lot of meditation and I was doing, I've been coaching obviously with Heidi. I was Mm -hmm. doing a lot of stuff and, but I still wanted something more. So I felt like I had gone to the, to the peak of, meditating, being grateful, doing all the things that they say standardly kind of give you happiness.
0: Mm.
1: But there was just like one thing that was slightly missing. Isn't there always maybe- something
0: is isn't there always something missing though, Jules? Is that human nature that we're like, you know, and and, and I think this this maybe leads nicely into to, to another question I have because I see on your website that I will link to in the show notes, folks go and check out Juleslifecoaching.com. You talk a lot about jumping in and living your best life. But if we're constantly in this state where there's something else, I'm not sure if this is really it. Like, how do we know what it is? How do, how do you think we bridge that gap from what you've learned from, from your coaching, from being coach, from being a coach? How do we actually fill Because it's almost a void, isn't it? I'm sat on A and I'm like, this isn't it and I want to live my best life over here. That will be it. But how the flipping hell do I, do I bridge this gap? But, and a lot of people are in this situation, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. I'd say, one, get a coach, and I'm available. No, <laughs> Yeah, <I laughs> <But, did. laughs> um, No, in, in actual truth of it, there is sometimes a moment where you have to invest in yourself. Mm. And you the, the bridge of the gap is often that you really don't have someone in your life that really listens to you, that sits there and has your back 100% of the time and will listen without trying to fix you. Right. Because friends or family, they tend to have this thing where they like to give advice and they try and fix you and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Now what a coach does is a coach encourages you and says, you know, Um, How can we get you from like where you are now to, yeah, living your best life? And you suddenly feel like there's someone there that isn't judging you and that really has your back, that's really there to support you through that journey where you might be in a situation where you're really not happy in your job, but you're not sure what else is out there for you, right? Well, within that coaching session, you're going to have, have been asked a load of questions probably by me that will start to get your mind thinking so much that you go, Oh, I didn't ever think about that. And you hear that so much. And probably you hear that with your clients as well. Like, Oh, I never thought about that because when a coach comes into your life, what they do is they open it up, they widen it up Mm. and they ask you loads of questions that you never ask. And then they give you the support. They give you this hundred percent support that you need and all the encouragement that you need you know and that gets you to that next step and that's kind of where i re- realized the gap was the gap was yeah. you know you know off, and often it's really people are so self-critical of themselves i don't know if you've noticed this Marcus, yeah. when yeah. you i mean if i could get rid of of self-criticism and kick it out the door i'd be like i'd be the world would be such a happy place <laughs> wouldn't it it's just yeah, exactly. you know yeah, like you ask someone what they don't want and their list is so long. Like, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want that. Ask them what they do want and they, they look around and they're like, uh, win the lottery? You know, like it's like it's like one random thing that comes out. Yeah. But we, we're so used to, and I used to do it quite a lot, was I would make fun of myself in a negative way to make people laugh mm. because that was... Like that's my character, right?
0: But you so, feel like a you feel like a complete dick making fun of yourself for positive things, though. It's like yeah. oh, I'm so fit, <laughs> I'm in such good shape. You're not, like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> because uh, it's like human nature, isn't it? It's like it, yes. it, it's like we're being arrogant if we're if we're making fun in that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this is where I think it is so much ingrained in society. Mm. that you know and i even took it back to the playground um which is what i had i had a massive realization that girls in the playground don't like girls that are too big up themselves Mm. right so 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 you're in school and the girl's like i'm this and i'm that and you're like oh i don't want to be friends with her you know Mm. she's got like and now i think god i wish i had been her i bet she's amazing now she's rocking life because she didn't care what anyone thought of them yeah but I got in a group and not that my friends are critical because they're not really, but you realize that that was a pattern I built. I built a pattern of being that kind of person that wasn't too proud of myself or wasn't too loving of myself or wasn't too happy with myself because that didn't really make me friends. Mm. So it really is a a thing that you have to change, you know, and it feels so uncomfortable to do it. Like, honestly... You know even if i said it to you now like i fi- honestly marcus i finally love my body and do you know how long that's taken me to say that because right. yes i may want and i may want a nine pack ad that's not that's not to say i wouldn't want to want to have that because that'd be very nice and probably a little bit less bingoing but <laughs> you know but i'm finally happy with what i've got mm. and that took a lot of work and i think there's a lot of women out there as well would be like oh that'd be like that that would feel so uncomfortable to do amazing. you know yeah Yeah. It, but that, even like since i've yeah gone.
0: i mean that's totally amazing jules and that's 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 also probably a whole like that whole there's so many you, you've kind of sold me on so many more shows here, by the way already <laughs> it's like that whole okay being comfortable with it, it's like with your body you know and and what this whole thing around comfort is, because comfort's a word that you've used a lot. Um, mm. And in some areas we need to be uncomfortable, in some areas we need to be comfortable. But uh, yeah, it's sort of, I think, I, I actually genuinely think like one, and that's why I'm interested in, in the answer to sort of that question, like, is this it? Like, to figure out what it is, and, and almost to bridge that gap, we have to develop this level of comfort with ourselves and accepting who we are, what we are and what we want to be and not trying to be someone else because that's also like, you're not going to be someone else. And role models are important. Like you said at the start, like you learned from some great teachers, but if I hire you as a coach, it's because I like you. I don't want, (laughs) I don't want to hear Tony Robbins. I don't want to hear Jules do Tony Robbins. If if, (laughs) like, I can listen to Tony Robbins if, if I want, you know, but I, I love Jules because of what she is, but you can't be you unless, and this is kind of really deep and kind of messed up, but you can't be you that. unless you know who you are and you love you, yes. which yes. is, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, I love
1: it, Marcus. We're getting all deep here.
0: Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's really good, mate. I, I want to I move on because I think there's a lot of value in, in, in another point you said. And I think this is one of the biggest fears, and you've probably seen it, is around money. Now, you said two things. You said that you had saved a lot of money and all the critics would say, well, you are fortunate enough. You are in a position where you could save money and I can't that's out the window you put effort into saving money and you also have found a a a talent or a job that you can make money from now i want you to talk to us a little bit about about the money side Jules. did that give you comfort did it like because you can't just get on a plane to new zealand with nothing so, how do you, like, what's the relationship and, 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 and how do people, like, if someone wants to jump out or do something different, how do you put all that together?
1: Yeah, well... Uh, this is this could be another podcast um, in fairness <laughs> markets because we have this really weird relationship with money um, I had a I had a relationship where you got to work hard for money people who are rich are not nice like I had all these stuff that I had to start working on because I was just like I had it ingrained in me about money yeah so I yes I had a pot of money and I did work hard for it and I did save and yes I'm going not going to lie it gave me an essence of comfort because worst case scenario I've always got a little bit of money stored away to get a flight back to Whether it be Dubai or the UK, like somewhere where I've got friends, (laughs) (laughs) I've got a parachute. I'm all (laughs) good. So yeah, I can like I could I can sit here saying that, but so can everyone else. If you just save money, if you just didn't go out and do you know drink as much or go to dinner or you know invest in certain things that maybe you know you're spending money on that you don't need to, and it might take a bit longer, but you'd still be able to save money. Yeah. Um, And so but what I realized when I was here was you can travel really thrifty if you do volunteering, which is kind of what I'm doing at the moment. So you can volunteer somewhere, which actually means you're giving back time for accommodation and you're doing like four hours of work a day and then the rest of the day you're free and you've got accommodation. So once you get in the space of being a traveler, you start to realize that your money can go a lot further than you thought it could. Mm. and you know you, you that that's the good thing about it and then you start getting paid clients and that's great because I'm doing my video um and clients online and that's perfect because all I need is my laptop and wi-fi mm. and I'm able to coach clients so yeah all of that started just to come out of being I think it's just being brave you know, um, you don't need as much as you think you do to kind of, you know, start traveling because there's really smart ways of doing it. And I even had like one of my past clients who, this is brilliant, because one of my past clients had anxiety and she's now been hitchhiking. I mean, what, what the contrast that is, right? <laughs> so someone who had been, had anxiety like eight, nine weeks ago and now hitchhiking around New Zealand because she's just completely changed her mindset around stuff. And so, yeah, exactly. And that's just a joy. I mean, I can get why you do what you do, Marcus, because mm. I, I always loved walking into inner fight and it was like making people better at life. And I like stealing that. I do steal that quite a lot. Yeah. But, um, and, and that's what you want to do. You just want to help people see what you've seen and, and be able to get into that space because really you can do anything if you simply like yourself and it's not even that it's not even a huge thing of saying love yourself but literally start to like yourself and give yourself a bit more credit than you give
0: you know normally and um what do you do you ever think about like we were joking before about sort of parachute and stuff but (laughs) do you you ever sort of think well my my sort of safety switch is x like i'm always gonna have a few hundred dollars where I know I can get on a plane and I could land up in Dubai, in London, and get a job back. Like, is that something that you keep? And and has it, if it was like 20% of your mind before, is it now 2% of your mind? But is there this sort of safety switch that gives you a little bit of comfort?
1: Yeah, and I think you can always get a job. You can always get a job. And that is in the back of your mind. And if I'm here in sort of two years saying to you, oh, I'm back in the corporate world, Marcus, but maybe I'm coaching, I'm going to be okay with that. Because, you know, life is change. And so once you realize that, you don't get too stuck with things. And you always know that I was very employable. So the chances are that I'll get another job. Um, At the moment, I love being a life coach. I love helping people. And yeah, I want to have a a really successful business, but who knows what's going to happen? Just, I don't know. So let's just go with it. Let's. I mean, I'm going with the flow, right? Yeah. 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 And that's, and that's where I think a lot of what I had done before changed where I have an aim and I have, Yeah, I'd love to have a really successful coach of business and then I'd be able to train coaches and stuff and then I'd have a nice beach house and I'd be sitting pretty and, you know, having... I really think that we should be having three-day work weeks and four-day weekends. You know, that'd be great. So, um, yeah, I kind of... There's things that I kind of want to hope to do, but I'm okay if that changes. I'm okay if it suddenly derails and something else comes up. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, you've spoken a little bit about, you've said it a few times, like self-love. And I think this ties into to some other things that I, I wanted to ask you about. You know, yoga has had a massive impact on your life. Sport yeah. has. You've spoken yeah. about elements like adults playing. You've also spoken about like daily meditation. Talk to us a little bit about that what role that plays in your life how important you think it is for people to be either doing yoga meditation is meditation scary for people because people just don't really understand it so what what's your take on, on 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 that whole self-love
1: um i think you have to do what works for you initially and that's sort of what I, what i kind of say to people is you know when i first started doing meditation i did it for a minute i'd like to. Sit- <laughs> I'd sit in my car, be like, one minute. Okay, <laughs> and, then, and then, literally, because I made it a game, because I make a lot of things in my life a game, yeah. I was like, can I do two minutes? Can I do four minutes? Can I do ten? And, and even now, I challenge myself for more minutes. I'm like, Jules, you, you're not going to be able to get out of the house for like four hours if you carry on like adding the I minutes. It <laughs> <laughs> Did you know I mean? I'm like, there needs to be a cut off, Jules, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I think that people, people sort of take it as being like this really kind of, oh, it's really difficult to do. But what I'd say is just sit down still, close your eyes, do it for a minute. Next day, do it for two minutes. Yeah. And you will find that, you know, when I first started doing it, the reason why sometimes I do it is I get some really cool ideas. I'd be like sitting there. And so I wasn't like not thinking or doing all the other stuff that people say you're supposed to do. I was terrible meditator. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know if it is, you can be a terrible meditator. Yeah. But I would sit there and be like, oh, I've had such a stressful day at work. I'm just going to shut my eyes for five minutes, 10 minutes. And then when I did, like a solution would come to the problem that'd be happening at work. And I'd get a really creative idea for a marketing campaign. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, that was like five minutes, man. That was pretty good. Yeah. And I'm not saying that happens all the time, but you, you start to realize that we, we, need to move but we need to be still yeah we need need it both Marcus (laughs) and um I know you're very a mover but um and I am too but you also need the stillness and the problem is a lot of people are getting stillness where they're like sitting on the sofa watching Netflix and stuff and that's not really the stillness that gives you a clearer mind Mm. so that's where I would say breathing or um yoga or meditation any of those they sort of give you a bit of stillness Mm. um that you really don't get anywhere else yeah and so as much as i kind of say i'd like you to kind of cheat and i've got i found the way around meditating and i found the way around breathing but you know if if you don't like meditating do breathing it's the same sort of thing it's like you know you can you can do breathing for like a few minutes yeah. And actually that that's scientifically proven to increase your fitness and health markers. So yeah. There you go. Like right. all the people yeah. who are here, yeah. get, get your little box breathing on for five yeah. minutes before you get on yeah. your bike and you're going to be, you're going to love it. Yeah. And so they're now coming up with scientific evidence to back up all the stuff that the yogis obviously have been doing for so long. Yeah. Um, and that's great because it means more people are getting involved in it. But um, it's, um, yeah.
0: it's super interesting what you said about, the whole stillness thing, because
1: mm. we know
0: we need to be still, but we're almost we're unable, aren't we? Because it's, yes. stillness is not Netflix. And actually, what I what I do with a lot of people these days is, I'll just put into their program thirty minute walk, and nice. although so, that's movement, because it's so alien, they're on their own. And if you want to take an audiobook, take an audiobook. If you want to take a podcast, take a podcast. If you want to do it on the beach, do it on the beach, wherever. But we're in this situation that if you ask someone to sit for 30 minutes and just be still on the living room floor, or as you said, it's not going to happen, is it? Because there's too many distractions hanging around. But if you put your phone on airplane mode, stick on a podcast and walk for 30 minutes, it's actually creating this crazy stillness that we actually don't get anymore because there's just too many distractions.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would add to that if they could do it without any podcast or without anything even better because there's there's this sort of connection that you get in nature anyway that sort of stillness that you sort of get from them so um that that's always good but but like i said to you you know even if everybody who's listening now if i if i said to you right you've got five minutes in your day just before you leave your car because car's quite nice because you're upright right so you're back supported you're not really doing much Um, (laughs) and just before you're about to leave your car turn your timer on do five minutes and shut your eyes that's it that's all we have to do every day for a week or a month or whatever and then just see if you notice that even when you walk into a meeting or you're going to work that you're just starting to be a little bit calmer yeah. and your mind now realizes that when you sit in the car you're going to have five minutes of just quiet time before you even go in and or pick up the kids that might be screaming or whatever else. Mm. and it's really just about that small little habits every day that that build to some amazing results and you know i you know i think probably the biggest changes in me has been you know taking those practices and doing them every morning you know and i and i I do have a long practice but i can also do a five minute practice if i need to like because i've already kind of recharged my body right my charge i'm fully charged so if something comes up and i have to i'm not attached to it i can do something quickly i think that's something that
0: that's quite Important to highlight as well. Like we're not talking about spiritual meditation or what? anything like that. We're not talking about what? sitting in silence with, you know, your big toes stuck up your nose for three hours and <laughs> stuff like that. We're literally <laughs> talking about something. I, I love what you said there, Jules. You know, literally sit in your car before you go into the office, keep the AC <laughs> on, but turn the radio off, yeah. turn everything off, shut your eyes and just take 10 deep breaths. And yeah. you're gonna arrive in like such a better, and that is that's like because no one really, there isn't really a clear definition of meditation, right? It means <laughs> what, what you make it mean. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's just creating this stillness, mate. We, yeah. I, I, I want to jump into. I've, I've got two more questions for you, and 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 one of them is obviously this year's been. Wild, it's been slightly derailed for everyone. (laughs) And 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 one of the things in, in, in your coaching for sure is helping people to set goals. What where's your mindset now for you? We're halfway through the year, it's been unreal for you, it's been unreal for everyone. What how are you setting goals for yourself for the rest of the year? Like, where's this, where are you going?
1: Yeah, I see. I, I kind of I am a planner, as you know, and this is where I've been trying to kind of like take that out of out of doing that. But um, in general, um, I I have goals of making myself as happy as I can be. Right. So achieving, you know, I am a knowledge junkie. Right. So okay. I will read an audio book and like, I am always, always searching for something that challenges me. Right. right. So I will always kind of say that probably my next move is I'll read some freaky book and it will tell me to do something and I will just give it a go because I want to know if it works or not, if if it does, if it doesn't work. So that's probably one of my goals that I always do is like, how can I make myself better Mm. um, so that I can turn up as a coach and be my best coach? You know, that's Mm. probably your goal. Um, When it comes to traveling, I'm literally saying whenever it opens. So yeah, I'd quite like to get to Australia, but, if it's somewhere else that opens first then I'll go there and I'll just keep wanting to see the world as much as I can and you know I've got a deadline I've got my brother's wedding like next year in July so that's a kind of a bit of a cut off where I might have to get back to the UK but other than that I didn't have any deadline or plan and you know I really want to see if I can build a super successful career and not work too hard like that's I want to kind of I don't
0: you're like what you meeting Jules? Yeah, um, this one's tricky, Sal, but I'll. Uh, this I'll, is a tricky, I'll yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, because um, because we have got this mindset of like work hard, play hard, and I was definitely yeah. like that, and so I'm trying to see if I can work easy and play easy, and just see if it brings anything um, to me. Mm. Um, so. I'm only doing stuff if if something feels like I really want to do it. Like the email I sent out, that was like something I really fancied doing, so did it. Um, And they got a podcast, so that was great. So, um, yeah, and and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to sort of do things that I'm really enjoying as much as I can without realising that I'm still growing a business, right? Um, so that I can suddenly say to people, actually you don't have to do the grind all the time. Like you don't have to be on social media all the time. You don't have to be doing all this thing like relentlessly that you give up your, your kind of life to build a business that you hope is going to make you freer, but then you're not freer anymore because you're constantly working. Yeah. So it's really about whether or not I can get myself into that really, really good work life balance play that kind of, you know, play and work easy and then, hopefully be able to sort of teach my clients to do it too and say, look, we, we get, we've been taught this way because of society, but maybe we haven't questioned it and maybe we need to figure if it is, I don't know. It's That's all, cool. it's all the play, yeah. it's all the playground. I
0: yeah. was going to ask you for the old crystal ball. That I normally do in three years, five years, <laughs> but I think you've kind of wrapped it up within that Jules. I think, you know, yeah. I, 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 it's interesting as well because I think Dubai you know you, you have the house, you have the car and and, and things yeah. here like even though I don't think you're very materialistic, I'm not really that materialistic either I'm you know this is yeah. a free t shirt from Boz who she went <laughs> to the games and this and that and the other and but it's sort of when you get to a place like New Zealand and you realize that you can perhaps you can you can really not and it's not just survive like you, mm. you your, your life is very rich there because you know you said it earlier waterfall and all this kind of stuff and it doesn't really cost you that much and you're probably sat there going well yeah if i've got like a dozen clients or something like that i can have this amazing life that you know is three or four days work three or four days weekend and and life's pretty cool
1: yeah and that's yeah and that's it that's what we're kind of that's that's my aim is to do that and
0: then help other people do it as well Very cool. Mate, I want to wrap up with the final question that I pretty much ask everyone. You have had a lot of experiences. You talk a lot, you've met a lot of people, (laughs) you've worked in the corporate world, you've jumped out, you've been locked up in Or I wouldn't call it being locked up in New Zealand for seven months. No, I really can't. Mate, you can only share one piece of advice with us. What is the best piece of advice that you've learned along the way or maybe you even learned this morning that you'd share with people?
1: Yeah, I think the the, the biggest thing is um, to begin to like yourself. Not love yourself, love's a big word, but really start to like yourself and appreciate what you have in your life. So, you know, being grateful and just really learning to like yourself. And if you can't do it on your own, then get a coach because they'll help you, you know. And but there's so many people out there that are so self-critical of themselves. And it honestly it breaks my heart when I when I see it or I hear it. And most of the time they can't even prove it. Like they might say, oh, I'm rubbish at my job. And they've been in their career for like five years, you know, and you're like, There is no proof that you are not good at your job you've just made this story up in your head so i would generally say that it'd be like just being kind to yourself be um be nice to yourself and not make it a big thing but just start to like yourself and things will start to work out for you
0: amazing mate i'm so thankful that i mean and guys this is the truth jules said it you just sent an email and it it was amazing you sent an email to about 70 or 80 people you said guys this is what I'm doing. Please tell your yeah. friends, please help me. And that was a week ago <laughs> and now we're recording the yeah. podcast and, and 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 sharing. So mate, I'm I'm super thankful for for your story. It it's inspiring, mate, because I think I think I heard about you going to do this for almost 2 years <laughs> and then you actually <laughs> did it. Which, you know, sometimes it takes time though, doesn't it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing I think is not giving up because, you know, once I get an idea, I tell everybody about it because then I have to do it. It's (laughs) like. It's like, if everybody knows I have to do it, then I've kind of got to do it. But in my case, it was there was a need to do it. So it was great. And honestly, Marcus, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. you always, always supporting people in your life. And seriously, great karma, man. You're still great
0: karma going on there, are not <laughs> well, you? It's cool because I've <laughs> figured out two more topics that I can get you on to chat about, Jules. So that's pretty wicked as well. So it's it's more good content. So this is not the last time we have you on the Inner Fight podcast yes mate and listen oh, I'm excited guys I'm going to link to Jules's website in the show notes but it's juleslifecoaching.com and also on Instagram she's Coaching. she thankfully and this was the litmus test for me I'm like <laughs> if I go on this flipping website and she's like oh, oh my best luck and you actually super cool your videos are wicked and they inspired me mate and that, that's the main reason why I asked you to come on the show I was <laughs> like this is the <laughs> girls that we used to know, so she can come on the show. So,
1: but yeah. I, you know what? I think I think one day we should cover the woo woo topic with you, Marcus. You know, get really uncomfortable. I'm going to get I'm going to read a spiritual book and be like, right, I've read this book, Marcus. We need to talk about this on a podcast because you yeah. are just going to have so many questions.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, um, but yeah, Secret. no. So thank you, thank you so much, guys. And, you know,
0: You're a legend. And yeah. Love
1: to Holly and everyone at Inner Fight. I miss
0: you guys so much. I am not <laughs>